Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right. Go ahead. The time is now! Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to another day, another show. Here we are on Wednesday, May 24, 2023. Up bright and early together as we endeavor to start the day the right way, right? Celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and your headlines from around the country and around the world are coming up here this hour. Next hour, some good news about a homeless hero that saves the day. Police are looking for a toilet melter, and you can make $100 an hour just to watch TikTok. We've got all that and more coming up today on the show, being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479 253 one, two, three, four. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays. Brianne Howie. She's the Georgia on the Netflix show, Jenny and Georgia. She's 34 today. Mark Ballas from Dancing with the Stars is 37. Will Sasso from Mad TV, 48. Rich Robinson, Black Crows guitarist, is 54. John C. Riley, comedy superstar, 58. Rich Rodriguez, the college football coach who took the University of Michigan football program to unprecedented levels of terribleness. He also, what did, what did he do? Didn't he, he went on to the Carolina, was it Carolina Panthers? I think he coaches at uh, the Washington football team now. Anyway, he's 60, whatever. Doug Jones from Star Trek, 63. Kristen Scott Thomas from Gosford Park, who plays, who does she play on there? I don't know. It just says... Luscious star of Gosford Park, Kristen Scott Thomas, 63. Lead singer of Cameo, Larry Blackman, is 67. Roseanne Cash, country singer and Johnny's daughter, is 68. And Priscilla Presley, Elvis's ex-wife, is 78. Years old. Bob Dylan, 82. Tommy Chong is 85. And on this day in history in 1830, a poet named Sarah Josepha Hale published a poem called Mary Had a Little Lamb. That happened on this date in 1830. The Brooklyn Bridge opened after 14 years of construction in 1883. John Mashita, the guy from the Micro Machines commercials in 1988 set the Guinness World Record for fast talking at 586 words per minute. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade opened on this date in 1989. The movie Thelma and Louise released on this date in 1991. Braveheart opened in theaters. Freedom! 
No? It's a little... <laughs> okay. Sorry. That opened on this date in... I thought I, I thought I had... Anyway, I thought I thought I had the sound effect of that. I don't, for some reason. Uh, it opened on this date in 1995. Mission Impossible 2 released on this date in 2000. Kanye West married Kim Kardashian on this date in 2014. And those are your celebrity birthdays in this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning, of course, for your random facts. Like footprints, everyone's tongue print is different. Be careful. <laughs> if you, <laughs> okay, at the scene of a crime, don't be putting your tongue print everywhere. Uh, they'll be able to identify you. All right, that was weird. Uh, India has the most post offices than any other country. They have over 100,000 post offices. Okay, well, good luck with that. Maybe there's less lines at their post office. I don't know. 17.35 seconds is the fastest anyone has run across 100 meters of ice. In case you wanted to know, 17.35 seconds, 100 meters of ice. The Starbucks in the city of Breckenridge, Colorado, is the highest in elevation in the world. It's on Main Street in Breckenridge, the highest elevation. Yeah, in case you wanted to drink your coffee at the highest elevation, that's where that's where it is, apparently. When you feel sad, your brain sends signals to, to your endo, endocrine endocrine system. Your endocrine system. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Anyway, uh, it releases hormones to your ocular area, and it does this in the form of tears, which is why we cry when we're emotionally distressed. You can cross Russia entirely by train it'll take you seven days straight yeah no stopping you'll cross through 11 time zones and pass over 3901 bridges and your final random fact here the earth is a giant magnet good morning and a very pleasant good morning to you this hour is being brought to you by thurman and flanagan attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call 479-253-1234 Getting a look now at your headlines from around the world. Traders anxious about a possible government default are shunning U.S. Treasury bills, generally considered to be one of the world's safest investments. They're saying goodbye to treasuries that will mature over the next several months while paying a premium to buy debt issued by Microsoft, Johnson & Johnson, and uh, others. The result is, yes, you're reading this correctly, corporate bonds trading at a yield discount to treasuries. Corporate bonds trading at a yield discount to treasuries. Wall Street's uncertainty about the fate of Washington's debt ceiling negotiations are also uh, have also sent U.S. stocks falling. Meanwhile, President Biden is trapped in a lose-lose situation. If Democrats and Republicans fail to make a deal to raise the debt limit and the government's unable to pay its bills, an outcome expected as early as June 1st, he'll have a possible recession and the potential for global financial chaos hanging over his head as he runs for re-election. If Biden comes to an agreement with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, critics will accuse the president of backtracking on his refusal to bargain over the borrowing limit. 
And some NATO members are doubling down on defense spending, but it depends on location, location, location. Those on the bloc's eastern flank are rearming and preparing for war, while several other countries are not. Despite pledges to boost military budgets more than a year ago when Russia invaded Ukraine, some members believe Moscow's poor military showing means they don't have to reinforce so quickly. That divide is greatest between Germany and Poland, which borders Ukraine. Berlin this year will fall $18.5 billion short of a pivotal, uh, pivotal NATO benchmark, while Warsaw will spend almost exactly the same amount above that threshold, according to economic think tank IFO Institute. Germans, uh, Germany's economy is roughly six times larger than Poland, so it's a big deal to Poland. Of course, they are closer to Russia. Thousands of, I'm sorry, uh, let's see, some retailers are making a U-turn on return policies. They're replacing once liberal guidelines with shorter return windows, higher mail fees, and discount offers to dissuade customers from bringing merchandise back. The COVID-19 pandemic sent return rates surging as more customers shifted to online shopping and frequently bought multiple sizes of the same item because they were unsure of the fit. Return rates in 22 were roughly 14% higher than in 2019. The cost is the cost to process $100 of return merch is on average about $26.50 due to shipping, warehousing, labor, and in some cases, reselling out-of-season items in hefty markdowns. Cutting the number of returns in half could increase profits by about 25%. Those are your headlines from around the world. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. A homeless man from Phoenix is being called a hero after helping save the lives of an entire family from a house fire. This is Joseph Collins and the woman who was rescued, Claudia Jimenez, talking about the apartment fire. She heard screams and um, the fire and stuff. So I opened my front door and there was flames there. So I just went and woke my daughter up and I knew I couldn't get out through the front, so I just went to my room and I started screaming for help. And I up a fence. The lady was screaming and crying and stuff and told her to... And me, the baby's down, and she, she was like, don't drop him. And I threw them out the window. I threw both my puppies, and then I threw myself. Okay, wow, that was an intense, that was an in- intense for many reasons. Uh, the bird in the background was super loud, and also uh, a really tense situation. She threw her babies and her dogs and then herself out the window to this homeless guy. And you know, homeless guys and gals, you know, sometimes don't have the most helpful reputation in a lot of ways, but this guy, well, he's an exception, right? Saving the life of an entire family from a house fire. Way to go, Joseph Collins. You are a hero, Mr. Collins. If you got a story out there of somebody doing good, email it to us, show at ikewingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, police in Pennsylvania are looking to identify suspects accused of melting a public toilet with fireworks. That's right, in Pennsylvania, the state police is asking for the public's help to identify the persons of interest in a criminal mischief incident. According to state police of Uniontown, it happened which led to damaged property at Jacobs Creek Park in the Bullskin Township. State police believe the incident happened between Monday, May 8th, and Thursday, May 11th. They literally melted a toilet, which is a 
uh, you know, I don't know if that's the number two problem. It seems more like a number one problem because they really need to track down the perpetrators of this toilet burning incident. I don't know why this is so strange, but it is. And that's why it's on Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you this hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. The dream job for your kid, this could be it. I I bet you they're not even getting paid. They're probably doing the job already. A company called Ubiquitous does... Uh, uh, Ubiquitous does brand marketing on social media. They are offering to pay three people $100 an hour just to watch TikTok. It's a one-off thing. It's not a full-time gig. It's a one-time deal. If you're one of the people they pick, you can make, make a little chunk of change. It's a one-day deal. Yeah, one day. They're going to pay three people $1,000 each to go on a 10-hour TikTok binge. They say it's to help the company discover emerging new trends. It sounds kind of like a gimmick to get their name out there. But, you know, for three grand to get your name everywhere, you know, they got a money well spent. You can apply at ubiquitousinfluence.com. If you're interested, you got to fill out an application and describe why you're a good fit to sit and watch videos for 10 hours. You have to subscribe to their YouTube channel for some reason. I don't know why that would be a prerequisite, but it is. They say you can up your chances if you tag them in a tweet about why you're perfect for the gig. They're looking for someone over 18, already familiar with TikTok, and has an eye for trends. And the deadline is just a couple days away on May 31st. So good luck with that. And a very pleasant good morning to you. You know, this weekend, well, all week long, really, into the weekend, the rock bottom schedule of events is in full effect. That is right. It is a great time. They got the uh, chuck wagon races out there as well. Today, a trail ride happening at 10 a.m., then the jackpot team roping tonight at 7, live entertainment as well. Tomorrow, festivities all throughout the day, kid events as well, mutton busting, the rodeo at 8 p.m., a full day on Friday as well. Saturday, of course, you got the chuck wagon races happening too. Uh, rockbottomchuckwagonraces.com for all the info. But uh, this, of course, is a big event. Happens every single year. And it is essentially, how would you describe this? This is, this is the address is Green Forest. It is north of Green Forest. You know, northeast of Green Forest, straight north of Alpena. And uh, a fun time for the entire family. Festivities, like I said, started... Well, gates opened on Monday, and there was uh, some hot dogs and a trail ride yesterday. But uh, the the events get more and more and more uh, as the day goes on, all the way through Sunday. So have a great time. Be careful out there. And again, rockbottomchuckwagonraces.com for the info there. Now, your headlines. The Walton Arts Center in Fayetteville has now confirmed the resignation of two more board members as recently as yesterday. Following the decision regarding its policy on drag performance, the Walton Arts Center confirmed the resignation of Shabana Kowser, Alicia Smith, and Shelly Simmons. The Walton Arts Center said Kowser is one of the seven that resigned on May 19th. Smith resigned on May 22nd. Simmons resigned on 
May 23rd, yesterday. The six other board members that have resigned are Mervin Jabbar Judge, Casey Haymaker, Ann O'Leary Kelly, Jody Dilday, Cal Rose, and Leah Uribe. The two newest resignations come after Arkansans for Social Justice held a protest at the Walton Arts Center in response, in part due to the center's decision to no longer host drag performances where minors are present. The Walton Arts Center recently responded to the controversy in a statement where it said the decision to not host the event centered around the heightened and divisive political conversations around drag and minors. And the Arkansas Health Department has announced that various swim beaches are off limits on Beaver Lake due to dangerous levels of E. coli. The Army Corps of Engineers tested earlier in the week and should be back out again in hopes of getting the swim beach opened by the weekend. Of course, this was at Lost Springs, but check various beaches, swim beaches on Beaver Lake uh, to confirm whether or not it is safe. In the meantime, uh, taking a dip at some locations on Beaver Lake is off limits. And finally, Prime Video has released the official trailer for the highly anticipated docuseries Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets. All four episodes of the series will premiere exclusively on Prime Video on June 2nd. Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets is a limited docuseries that, quote, promises to expose the truth beneath the wholesome Americana surface of reality TV's favorite mega family, the Duggars. Interesting. All right. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. I don't know. This next segment might make you hungry. I am sorry. But once you hear the price tag, it might quell your appetite. The world's most expensive ice cream. That story came out last week. It's a place in Japan selling it for $6,700 per scoop. But if you want to get to the entree first, that is a place in Philadelphia that has the most expensive burger out there. It's called the Drury Beer Garden. Maybe it's not the most expensive. It sure seems like it should be. It's a $700 cheeseburger. It's called the Gold Standard Burger. It's made of Japanese Wagyu beef topped with Italian black truffles, caviar, lobster meat, aged Irish cheddar cheese, and on the top bun... It's completely covered in edible gold leaf. What in the world can we say indulgence? I don't know. How do you... You've got beef, black truffles, caviar, lobster meat. I don't know that all those things go together, do they? It does come with fries, just in case you were wondering. They, uh, dr- they're drizzled They're drizzled in a fancy golden sauce. I'm just kidding. Uh, a fancy honey that costs more than $200 an ounce. You'll also get a one-ounce pour of $4,000 cognac to sip with it. This sounds like heartburn waiting to happen. Uh, Yeah, literally and figuratively. Despite the price tag, it won't be breaking any records. Imagine that. According to Guinness, a restaurant in the Netherlands sold a burger for almost $6,000 back in 2021. Huh. Yeah. They do also offer a no-frills cheeseburger for $2.95 during happy hour. So, you know, they've got the spectrum of a $3 burger to the $700 burger. That is uh, in Philadelphia. So, the Drury Beer Garden, in case you were wondering. Good luck with that. Better bring some Tums. 
Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.